Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 133 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. We got no Damon this week. Damon is currently playing foot golf at Disney. Literally drove all the way Disney to to Disney just to play foot golf. <laughs> Not jealous at all. I mean, I know Trevor, right? Like this, like hurts you deeply, right? And like it, it, it probably yeah. annoys you that he's only playing foot golf and doing nothing else. Just, just being there, like I, you know, yeah. even if he was just standing there for a day, I would be upset. I, I, I'm just baffled. Like, how do you go to, how do you drive all the way to Disney and just play? Like, I understand he's excited to play foot golf and I'm excited to hear how his foot golf goes, but I, I don't know. It just, it feels like a really long drive just to play nine holes of foot golf. I, I think it was more a matter of a, just an opportunity yeah. that he took, but to get out of the house and yeah. get away and, for a and, little bit. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, we'll, we'll hear about this when he gets back, but in the meantime, Oh, yeah. Look uh, at that, look at that transition. That was yeah, excellent. I was, I was trying so, to cue you. <laughs> so if you're part of our group and if you've been around, Becky Wells has been a big part of our group for a while and has been a listener for a long time. I don't know how long, Becky, how long have you listened to us for? Um, It's been almost two years, I think. And That's pretty uh, cool. yeah, Derek DeBoer from DVC uh, Resale Market. Told, like plugged himself being on your show so <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was uh his self-promotion there to be like i'm on this you should listen nice. and then I, but i was hooked like regardless of him talking because that's yeah what it is but <laughs> <laughs> listen no, derek's entertaining but you know we're we're, we're even more entertaining well according to some people other people think we're we're you know boring so <laughs> but you know those reviews <laughs> <laughs> tough they're tough right they they hurt us deep they cut deep <laughs> but we're so excited to have becky on becky I, you know it's funny because in the last episode we mentioned damon was going to be a lo- out a lot this summer i got a lot of emails <laughs> like i got i got a lot of and I'm, I'm not even kidding and i really appreciate everybody that emailed us very very kind of all of you and i really do want to bring everybody i can on the show um becky's kind of a special case because i've known uh, you know i say i've known but becky we've emailed quite a bit and we've had you know and also didn't hurt that derek sent an email saying yeah you should absolutely have becky on the show so that that also was a you know a nice touch by you to have somebody else recommend you so (laughs) thanks (laughs) especially derek who i've known for quite a while now and he loves you guys (laughs) (laughs) i love derek too so (laughs) i really appreciate it guys i'm super excited and um yeah i was messaging him like i'm gonna I'm going to tell them that I should be on their show, and then I'm going to say you can come too. And uh, <laughs> well, we didn't like, well, I'll Derek. just vouch for you. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, we didn't invite Derek. Derek's not invited. <laughs> I mean, that's on him. <laughs> yeah, We've had Derek on a lot. Hey, you know, he's we we probably need to get him back on. We're he's probably due, but but we're we're excited to have you today. You're, you're I was saying yeah. before we started recording that you're the Damon replacement, so the the bar is very low for you. So you can, yes. you're going to knock. This, <laughs> you've already knocked it out of the park, Becky. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try to be I don't want to say curmudgeonly because that's wrong. But <laughs> oh no. No. I don't I don't need bad I'm reviews so saying get Becky off the show <laughs> would be five stars if no Becky. Oh gosh. No, no, no. No, I, I'm so entertained by the dynamic you all three have and um I 
It's funny because I identify with each of you for different reasons completely. And I completely agree with some stuff that Damon will say that everybody thinks he's crazy for. So we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a good way to start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny because so many people want to meet up with Damon. And he's just like, listen, guys. All I'm doing is playing foot golf. If you want to show up at the golf course and meet me, then go ahead. But outside of that, we're not meeting up. (laughs) I do also, I I do want to start off here too. um, Some, we do have some things happening right now, right? So what I mean by that is we've been talking about the Haunted River Country shirt forever now. And I'm sure some of you are starting to believe that it doesn't exist. Um, (laughs) It's it's haunted or it's just a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. We just made it up. Uh, we are in the very, very final stages of this. I will say we will have it next week. Like, I mean, I think that's legit, right, Trevor? I, I, can, I think that's fair. I, I can't yeah. see anything else stopping this. At stopping this point. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have the final design. Uh, we just need to get it on the on our on our store, and we're going to send that store out to everybody. So there shouldn't be anything that stops us now. I, I hope not. <laughs> Nothing can stop <laughs> us now, right? Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, so hopefully that will be next week. I'm not going to tell you when yet, but I, we will post it, obviously. Um, so the other stay th- tuned. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is we are still working on the Patreon. <laughs> we just take forever to do everything, right? I mean, so, but this this one's taking a little bit longer because uh, one of the things we're going to do, and I'll, I'll announce this, Trevor. I think we can announce this, right? So we're going to make a special edition of our logo and we're going to have uh, merch as part of our Patreon. So for each level of our Patreon, you get a different piece of merch. And oh. uh, that's, that's going to be with a special logo that we're going to create an exclusive logo that you haven't seen yet so so yeah it's it's exciting and you know you said you know can you announce this now if you didn't damon would have done it anyway if he was here so that's true um (laughs) especially since we don't have the logo yet but it's funny i should i feel like i should just use the original logo like the old logo we could just do that (laughs) that's that i mean you can't get that anywhere anymore right the the old uh um, what was the it the Disney, circle? the Walt yeah. Disney Railroad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that I made in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we actually got a legit logo. So, um, but yeah, so those are two things that are coming soon. Uh, the Patreon's also going to include things like, uh, we're going to open up a Discord channel so that we can, uh, you guys can talk to us more often, you know, kind of on the fly. Uh, so that'll be fun too. And then you're going to get access to things like show notes and, uh, some other fun stuff. So, uh, it's going to be fun. We, we don't want to give you a, pa- we don't want to do a Patreon where it's just like, Hey, give us $10 and we give you nothing. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's no fun. We want, we want you guys to have stuff. So, uh, that's what we're going to do. I, and TBD on when that's going to happen, probably the next month or two here. I, I'm not going to tell you exactly when. And we are still trying to figure out a meetup for next year too. That is something else we are going to do. And we're excited about that too. So, okay. So let's, let's get into stuff. Let's, yeah. let's start. Let's get into things. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's I've talked a lot. Do you want to do Jeremy's? Yeah. Yeah. You do Jeremy's. So, so Jeremy says, have you ever exaggerated a setback at WDW for a little extra pixie dust from a cast member? I am shocked and appalled that you would say, (laughs) no. The answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, honestly, myself, no. Um, because, I'm a firm believer in you get, uh, you know, the old saying of, you know, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. Um, I feel that every time I've ever gotten pixie dust, it's been because even, even when something is inconvenienced to me, I've made sure to make a point of, you know, letting the cast members know that it's not their fault. And it's like, I, I've never 
I've never pushed them on it. And I find that always comes back some way towards me. So, th- so that's the way that I approach it is that I never exaggerate anything because I find if you're just laid back and generally nicer about it, you, you tend to get a better result or at least that's my personal opinion on it. Yeah. I, I'm going to have Becky go before I tell. (laughs) I I kind of was not necessarily surprised at this interesting question from Jeremy, because he's always good for some some interesting tidbits there. Um, I kind of agree with Trevor. It's almost like the opposite. My family loves cast members and my kids love to like make little cards and take a tiny present or something and try to make the day of somebody else when we're there. That's like one of their favorite. They'll each get, you know, three items or whatever over the course of our trip and they can choose their three favorite cast members that did something nice or whatever. And so we kind of flip it the other way. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like to expect anything out of anyone other than like the basic, like they're doing their job, but you know, expecting to get something extra makes it stupid. Like that's not that's not how it <laughs> yeah, works. That's not how so, it works. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. I think I we do maybe the opposite of you know trying to create yeah <laughs> create a setback on our own. That's insanity. So <laughs> well, right, I, I think so... what Jeremy's saying is you know it's not that you create a setback. It's when yeah. you know oh something you know something little happened like you know somebody forgot a drink or something with your meal and you know blowing it up out of proportions right like oh sure that's yeah I, I, also, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i will tell my story <laughs> with shame but not really actually <laughs> I, I so i think i've told this this before right so i in general i agree with both of you right so like your general premise i'm always extraordinarily nice to cast members they're people they have bad days sometimes sometimes things are out of their control you know, I, I think I got mad at a, a DVC cast member one time and was just like mad about the situation and, and like specifically said, I was like, listen, I know this isn't your fault, but I'm still mad. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. But so on my honeymoon, right, I, I've told this story before. We had uh, the concierge service, right? And so they had booked a lot of stuff for us, which, you know, is not something that I typically allow. But in this case, I did. And they made a pretty big mistake. They had screwed up one of our reservations to the point where we were rushing to get to this reservation. Very stressed. We like rushed through dinner. It was a it was a horse drawn carriage, you know, the the one through Fort Wilderness. That was what they had booked for us. And we got there and they were like, Well, we don't have your reservation. Right. And I, I had an email like saying, like, this is when your reservation was, right? So uh, so I, in the heat of the moment, annoyed that my romantic evening had been destroyed by the the concierge mistake wrote an email to the concierge and I might have used the term you've ruined my honeymoon maybe <laughs> even though Ooh. it really didn't <laughs> you know yeah. but it, we were I was mad it was the heat of the moment it was you know it was, it was I was at the time it was really frustrating because we had li- literally raced through our dinner we had raced over to Fort Wilderness and then for them to be like what are you talking about we don't have a have that for you and we were really looking forward to it so it was you know we were i don't think it was an exaggeration at the time we were pretty upset about it you know so uh but i mean i guess it was maybe a little bit of exaggeration but that being said that concierge and and truthfully they made a pretty bad mistake i mean it wasn't like they you know it wasn't like our mistake or something that was out of their control it was in their control they made an actual mistake so um fast forward you know we ended up like 
I mean, they went way over the top. And maybe it's just because it's concierge, but like they gave us like three or four hundred dollars credit. They gave us uh, a free. Uh, they they like uh, refunded our our tour that we had the next day. They gave us a free Magic Kingdom fireworks cruise. Like they went over the top. And maybe again, maybe it was just because it was like my honeymoon, and because you know, I I don't think it was necessarily because I said that my honeymoon was ruined, but <laughs> I think it was because they made a mistake, and because it was concierge, and because it was my honeymoon. So yeah, I I think that was probably one of those perfect storm things where, like you said, it's, yeah. you know, one, it's concierge Two, honeymoons are kind of a big deal and they want to make sure that they don't yeah. leave a bad taste in people's mouths. So I, I can see why they, they would have swung really hard the other way to try and compensate for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on it, I, I guess the, the only question is, is, you know, whether or not you said you ruined my honeymoon, you know, it's hard to say whether that statement was the the trigger for them to do everything or not. <laughs> well, yeah, it is hard yeah. to say. And truth be told, after I send the email, I, I remember I said to my wife, I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have sent that. I really should have thought about that a little bit because I felt bad. I felt bad after I sent it. Like, right. I, you know, it was it was probably harsher than it needed to be. But it was like I said, it was kind of a stressful evening getting this done. And it was, you know, a, a th- thing that was important to us. We actually had... And I don't even know if they still do this, but we had a Disney registry, right? So we had a we had an actual Disney registry for our wedding where people could pay for things for our honeymoon. Which which was really cool. So like they could pay like, you know, we had like things listed on there like the carriage ride and you know it was like 50 bucks whatever it was and somebody could as their gift pay for that for us. It was pretty cool. Hmm. I don't know if they do that anymore. I really don't. But because uh, that was a ser- service that was offered through Disney, and that was a thing we did. So that sounds awesome. We honeymoon yeah, at Disney too, but we were at Shades of Green, so we didn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> and all the, honey- well, we did. We got a Wait. hurricane, and it shut everything down. This was seventeen years ago, Hurricane Charlie. But <laughs> so we got stranded. But that's oh. all. <laughs> You, you're, you're there actually at the same time as uh, – so our friends did their honeymoon and, yeah, got hit by Hurricane Charlie as well. Yeah. We were there the year before for our honeymoon. But, again, to, to tell how great our, our – I mean, back then we were like 23 years old. So we yeah, stayed same. at the All-Stars <laughs> and that was our honeymoon. <laughs> that was the first time I had yeah. ever been to anything Disney. So – I was so excited. I'm like, something at Disney World? And it was like $100? And I'm poor airman in the military? Yeah. So we jumped at it, and we had a great time. But uh, we definitely missed out on a couple days of an already really, really short trip. And uh, the kicker, the worst part, really, was that um, my job in the Air Force was a weather forecaster. So <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to eat a lot That's of crow on that. But to be fair, I was stationed in Europe and we did not forecast for America. So I didn't well, bother to check that. You, you had an out. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're, right. You're a DVC member now, though, right? Like you say DVC now, Becky, right? or yeah. say Shades of Green. No, um, I mean, if I'm going on a quick trip and there's nothing available, I'll still stay there. Heck yeah, those rooms are great. But um, we became DVC members about two years ago. Okay, it was just cheaper than getting two yeah. rooms at Pop Century. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> what, 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 where, where do you own at? I, I, I don't know if you've told me this before. Oh, um, we're at Animal Kingdom. 
Ah, okay. Was, yeah. So oh, right over there with me, co-owner. With yep. Me. Yep. <laughs> we share like maybe, maybe like one toilet paper roll away from each other. I don't know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I, I think at this point with the amount of points I have, I maybe have the two screws that uh, screw in one of the doorknobs oh, and one of the closets. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, we're, we're I'm getting there. So nice. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Well, that was a good question, Jerry. I liked it. I mean, listen. In general, though, I do feel if you're gonna yell at a cast member, you're not gonna get anything, right? Yeah. Like, and you're ju- you're just not going to. Like, if you're nice, then maybe you will. Sorry, did, did you want to go back here? Did you have something to say on that? Oh, I was just agreeing that. Oh. Yeah, don't don't yell at them. They're, yeah, they will I, help I, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to highlight that, you know, you know, they, they, we know that, that cast members, you know, if people are really above and beyond like difficult, they will give them things to appease them just to get them out of the situation. <laughs> but y- y- like, you know, darn well that, you know, for the person that they gave them something to make them go away for the people that were nice to them, yeah. that's where you hear about the more awesome stuff that happens. Like like that, that's what I think people don't necessarily understand is that, yeah, you can get technically get free stuff for just being a jerk all the time. But if you're nice, you'll, that that's when, you know, you hear people, Hey, you know, my room got upgraded to a two bedroom. Like, yeah, (laughs) I feel like I want to like go back in my email history. I'm sure that email is still available somewhere, but like, cause I don't remember what I wrote. I, I but, wouldn't post that anywhere. Honestly, yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Know. I'm not gonna post it. I want to look at it for my own. Like, just right. remember what I wrote, you know? Because <laughs> I was also probably typing it on on my phone. I don't think I. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that was still smartphone time, right? So, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I was like pounding it out on my phone and you know writing this email. <laughs> so, uh, I can't imagine it was that long, but anyway. Um, right, let, let's move on here to so. I, I like Anthony's question. <laughs> uh, I mean, good. Favorite non-park DVC resort, and why is it Vero Beach? <laughs> well, what if it's not though? I mean, I, I I haven't stayed at Vero. I stayed at Hilton Head, and Hilton Head's fantastic. I guess I've I've never actually stayed at a non or Grand California doesn't count, does it? No, because it's that's a, yeah, it still counts. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's, it's, it's Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I've I've never stayed at a non park dvc resort then so non-park do yeah because there's only i mean there's only two right i mean well, there, my, for, alani, no there's my fr- alani oh alani there's three yeah there's three yeah. sorry yeah i'm, I'm forgetting alani i well i mean considering you've only stated hilton head i can really only comment on hilton head because i will say hilton head is the nicest cast members i've ever come across like all across the board everybody's super nice but i mean i i, I don't know i haven't stayed at vero i heard it's very nice i just have never been so, yeah, okay. I don't know. We haven't we haven't done any of that. <laughs> yeah. I think I think conceptually maybe Alani would be my favorite only because I, I like the idea of a I know it's not like a private resort but like you know some somewhere yeah, yeah. you know it's it's kind of separated from everything else like it's it's not near any major theme parks or anything and it seems like it has enough going on there that you know, you could definitely enjoy a good, I feel like a good three or four days there. But oh, yeah, yeah. But the the biggest problem for me is getting to Hawaii, which is that's really expensive from here. <laughs> it's hard for everybody. Yeah. It'd be expensive yeah. for me, too. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got uh, seven tickets to get. So that's not really happening Ooh. anytime soon. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, that's 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 a lot. <laughs> that's a long flight with seven people too. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I just I don't even want to do that. I mean that's just a long flight. I, I I would love to go to Alani, and the only thing I've heard about Alani that's a little difficult. I've heard the dining is not great there. Like there's not a lot of options. But right. yeah, and then plus it's just expensive in general to to like you know, do anything in Hawaii. Right. So, <laughs> but I, I do want to go to Alani at some point though. That is on the list for sure. All right. So we didn't have a good answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Anthony, but I put it on there anyway. Uh, okay. James says, having never gone to WDW in December, I need to know what should be on my must do list. This is something we can help you with. Right. So first of all, I think, it it depends on what you're into, but I'm hoping that this year that they do the gingerbread houses again. Because yeah. I don't know if yeah, the gingerbread houses are amazing, right? Like you could Agreed. just resort hop and go check out the gingerbread houses. Yeah, that's right? the first thing I would have said too. Is the ginger right? Is I the mean, hop? Yeah, resort house. hopping oh. is literally what I yeah. Go see all the different decorations. You could spend a whole day or two just doing that. Absolutely. And then I would say the Christmas theme shows, you know, the the holiday theme shows. I think you need to do right. I all the all the different things that are going on, like the decorations and everything, are amazing. Uh, I'm trying to think of some like special Christmassy stuff. <laughs> so, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no. Trevor. Okay, uh, so yeah, I guess the two things that stick out to me is you know, obviously there's there's the Mickey's very merry Christmas party in Magic Kingdom, but. Um, Epcot actually has, uh, around yeah. the, the wilderness or not, uh, the world showcase, um, they'll, you'll see like Santas from different, uh, different countries or like they'll, they'll have like these, um, they'll have these performers, um, portraying Santa from, from different areas of the world, which I think stuff like that is kind of interesting. Yeah. And maybe it, it might be a little bit low key that people miss out on. No, that that's, that's a great recommendation. Yeah, the holidays and, around the world is amazing. It's yeah. Different, yeah well, and now they do like a food and wine that's like specific to the holidays now in, at Epcot, right? So like mm-hmm. that's there too. You could eat around the world, uh, you know, holiday style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, just the decorations in general. I mean, the decorations are crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could also, you, besides gingerbread house resort hopping, just go for the different trees and the different resorts too. I mean, that's an amazing yes. thing too. Yeah, the, I, yeah, I agree. The the Wilderness Lodge tree oh. blew me away when we were there yeah. in 2019. Like I was, I was so impressed just walking into the lobby and seeing that. Like, yeah. oh, it's incredible. <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny you say that because I I remember that I think I've told this story before on the on the podcast. But I remember we were for Christmas one year we were there in December. We were like two weeks before Christmas, and we went to Whispering Canyon. We were staying at Wilderness Lodge, and. We were at Whispering Canyon, and the waitress told us, was like, I saw the waitress go over to one of the other uh, waiters and say that they had to be quiet because the carolers were coming in to start singing. And then, like, a second later, somebody, uh, one of the other waiters comes out and starts yelling about something. <laughs> like, just starts doing the Whispering Canyon thing, you know? And it was just literally just really funny because the person was like, we got to keep it quiet because the carolers are coming. And then this person's just like, yeah! Like, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just the ridiculousness of, of, of Whispering Canyon and then mixed with, like, this, these amazing carolers in, in the lobby. Uh, that kind of stuff is, is so cool how they do. I hope they do all that this year where they have 
that kind of stuff where just people are around singing and, and, you know, the, the different trees and, you know, just going to all the different trees and all the different parks, they, they have the tree trail usually. Uh, I think they had that at what Disney Springs. Yeah. I mean, but the different trees, every tree has, is, has unique stuff on it. That's themed to the place that it is. And it's amazing. Yeah, I agree that the trees in and out of the parks and the resorts um, are really, really cool. And one of the things I, I was thinking, take, take pictures of them, even if you don't pose in front of them, just take a quick snap of it. Um, I had something almost a little more like a recommendation on maybe how to dress, but I, I don't, I guess I don't know who James is or where he's from. Well, uh, sorry, <laughs> so, give a recommendation. Go for it. Uh, it can so, help other people. <laughs> so, <laughs> depending on like where you're from, December is really cold to some people in Florida, not me, but um, you know, like usually bring a hoodie for the morning or the evening um, or a hat. And some people bring like stretchy gloves because they think it's freezing. And it's kind of that wet cold where it's not comfortable, but within 10 minutes, you'll just be sweating because it's hot. But I don't know. My family, when we go in December and January, we're, we're swimming and we have the pool to ourselves. So um, I think bringing layers is a little more important in the winter time frame. But then it's fun. You can have like a Mickey scarf or something. I don't know. I <laughs> Yeah, you could you could theme it up. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know if that's information he needs, but no, that's so, great. I, I have a bit of a story there. Actually, I, I went or I had some friends that I met up with in Disney World back in 2019, and um, they they come from a bunch of different areas. We actually all were like we we played a game online together, um, but we met in Magic Kingdom for a day just to you know actually meet face to face and everything, and that happened to be one of those cold days in January. And of course, me and the one other person that was from Canada uh, uh, brought hoodies and, and gloves and stuff like you're talking about, Becky, but uh, nobody else did. And so there, so it resulted in half of them buying sweaters at various gift shops as we were wandering around the park. And then some of them actually bought blankets so that this, so they just like one guy wrapped himself up in a nightmare before Christmas blanket and we were walking around and he was walking around. Uh, huddled up in this blanket for uh, for the evening. So, yeah, dr- dress for the weather is actually more important than you think in Florida. <laughs> I I also think too, like, and I don't know if they're going to do special shows this year for for like Christmas time, like, but like, go to like the nighttime shows. I I, I feel like there's very few things that are. I, I hate saying this, but like more magical than when you're on Main Street and it's dark out and then it starts snowing in quotes or i mean they they did it they would do it at hollywood studios they, there's a bunch of different shows where they'll do they, they do the snow and there's just something about that mm-hmm. that's just very cool and and feels very magical you know i mean you're in probably the, going at that time for a reason so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah seriously i there's so much to see like a ton to see and, and you know what else is uh, now that i'm thinking back to like honestly being there at christmas we we were there well, it was it was November 2019, but it was still Christmas time when we were there for the parties and everything. But um, uh, the the parade, the the Christmas parade, when when the gingerbread house float drives by and you get that gingerbread smell, was one of the most surreal things that I remember from Disney. Like it was it was one of those like, no, they didn't just do that. They didn't just you know purposely cue the smell in the area to what was going by <laughs> yeah 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 
it's hard to know what it's going to look like this year, right? Because, like, especially since it's the 50th that will be going on, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen, right? I, I would hope that, yeah, yeah, even though the 50th starts in October, that, you know, maybe by maybe by then, like, I know with Boobash and everything, they're, they're kind of playing it safe. I'm really hoping that, that a lot of that stuff is back to normal by, like, mid-November, December. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we haven't heard anything about, uh, about, uh, the, why am I forgetting the name of the Mickey Christmas party? But we haven't heard, yeah, we haven't heard if that's happening yet, right? That's, no, I mean, they haven't said yes or no to that, right? So could still be happening. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if they're just, like you said, kind of testing the waters with the after hours boobash. Which seems to have been, I, I, I didn't put this on the agenda, by the way, but, the fact that they're adding tickets to that <laughs> kind of seems like a bad idea. I, I'm just saying only because if you're paying that kind of price, you probably expect the parks to not be as busy. I don't know. Anyway, I, we're, uh, that's a tangent, uh, but I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> I, my, my husband and I are actually we're going on our first trip without the kids since our honeymoon Ooh, in September. Yeah, and we're super excited. And um, I left it up to him if we should do the boobash. Like, I've been to two of the not so scary Halloween parties myself without any, you know, my husband kicks me out and sends me on trips alone. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> so he's, he's just maybe really smart. Um, so um, I'm home with five kids, you know, he's, he's amazing. Let's me go. Um, but so we're going together and he's like, yeah, let's do it. We can, we can dress up. And uh, I was hesitant, but I'm like, you know, if it is like after hours, I'm going to be so excited and we can maybe not have to go to magic kingdom another day. And because our trip is very short. And so we got the tickets. And then a couple days later, they were adding people. I'm like, mm, well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think we're early enough. And I, it's a Tuesday. I'm thinking we're yeah. probably good. Uh, but man, I'm going to be less than pleased if it's as busy as the last Halloween party I went to. Because that was right. nuts yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not worth just, <laughs> just some food for thought with Boobash. You know, I I have to wonder if the way that they've been approaching it is that they release tickets based on their current capacity, which, yeah. you, you know, factors in, you know, people coming in or capacity, but also how much staff they have available yeah. to to man the parks. 100%. And, and I wonder if what it is is that, you know, they, they're expanding capacity in the park and they realize they have enough people there to support, you know, more people being at Boobash. But... Um, I feel like regardless of any of that, they probably still had a number in mind that it was going to be capped at anyway. But yeah, to your point, Becky, it could be if, if it's just like another not so scary Halloween party, which, you know, I, I feel the same way. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the parties, but they definitely do get overcrowded. Um, yeah, hopefully that's not the case for you when you're down there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll make it fun either way. Like I said, we were, we honeymooned during a hurricane and we had fun splashing in puddles. So, I mean, we'll, we'll be fine. We, we have no other buddy, no other kids to pay attention to. It was just the two of us being kids. So, so it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I like your explanation, Trevor, but part of me wants to believe in my head that they're just like, man, people are paying that much for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, let's let's get some more money. Yeah. Like they've seen dollar signs. There's, 
<laughs> there's some executive somewhere typing on like an old type uh, old timey accounting machine going yes like yes. <laughs> you know like there's dollar signs flowing out you know <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong tom i'm just yeah. trying to be positive see i'm no i, I appreciate <laughs> the positive i think trevor's actually right about this i think he's i think he's right that they're adding more capacity and adding more people and i i do think that that's true but i also think it's true that they're like wow this has been way cool like i can't believe we're charging 130 but bu- i think it's 130 right 130 bucks for this and everybody's paying for it and selling out left and right like you know what i mean i i think they probably said it at that number thinking people weren't gonna pay it and then people paid it you know so, yeah but anyway <laughs> uh that was an aside but yeah listen there is so much cool stuff to do at the parks, uh, you know, during during the holidays, I just and I we don't really don't know what it's going to look like this year, but I, I think it's going to get be closer to normal, and hopefully they have the gingerbread houses. Don't miss the gingerbread houses; they're amazing. And and like we were saying before, Epcot is awesome, Magic Kingdom is awesome, all the resorts are awesome. I mean, it's <laughs> I all just remember Candlelight Processional. I can't believe I didn't oh, remember yeah. that before. If oh, they yeah. have that, how did I not? Yeah, that's at Epcot too. Is that but that gets crazy. Do we know? I, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> again, the, these are all pending things. So I guess right. it, again for for James, you know, we're, we're talking about things that we know. Whether or not these things will be there this year is still up in the air. Well, I feel like right around now is when they start like announcing like the the, the narrators, right? Like I feel like it starts in the next like month or so here where they start announcing yeah. that stuff, you know. So maybe they will. I mean, you know, listen, they have, there have been a lot of surprising announcements over the past couple of weeks here out of nowhere that everyone was like, oh, okay. Didn't see that coming. Uh, so, you know, who knows? Maybe they're just going to drop it on us one day and, and that's going to be there. I, I do tend to think that that event is going to be back this year. And I do tend to think that they're going to go back to semi normal by December. So, but we'll have to see. I, I really don't know. I also don't know what normal looks like during the 50th anniversary. I don't know how that affects everything. I feel like that. Is gonna impact it, everything somehow. Mm, yeah, I've I've been through an anniversary. Again, I keep saying I've seen this at Disneyland, and I know how chaotic that was. And I'm just expect the next year to be turned on its head. That's yeah, that's what I'm I'm yeah, I, I agree. That was yeah. the first time I was ever out at Disneyland as well. Was during the 60th, and it was like just insanity <laughs> yeah right like like it's beautiful it was beautiful and i loved it but yeah it was crazy <laughs> it was well, one of those where i was like i'm i need to not come here with my kids this is crazy <laughs> yeah, we we actually went twice in the year and a half that like while it was running and yeah we and we said to ourselves too we're like we're not coming back during a, an anniversary like this again but you know <laughs> We're going in February, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm just thinking to myself, right? Like, they're not going to change the fireworks show a month after debuting it, right? Like, they're not going to have a special holiday ho- fireworks show. Why would they, right? They're literally going to yeah. debut a brand new 50th anniversary show, October 1st. The Christmas parties start when? November 1st? So, what, they're just going to have it for a month and then have something else? Like, I don't know. Hmm. I just, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm just curious. I, I don't know if that just, if the 50th anniversary just, you know, is more important than everything else and they're just going to have that. I don't know. We're going to have to find out, I guess. Or maybe they have a modified yeah, version but, of that. It seems like a lot of shows I, to be doing. I, you know, I, I, I think, I think we need to sideline this because you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's not go down this road. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's read Dan's question. And then uh, I, I've got some stuff from, from Kristen from our group that we need to read. Uh, yes. But Dan says, I keep having this thought that a dragon-themed restaurant would be a great idea. Then I watch Ryan the Last Dragon and it changed my mind. Now, is that him saying he didn't enjoy Ryan the Last Dragon? Like, is that what he's saying here, that he didn't I, like that movie? Yeah. I'm I thought maybe- that was a well-received <laughs> movie. I didn't see it, though. Maybe he's afraid of them, or maybe they just don't look the way he thought. I think that the dragons weren't as, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say typical, but the artwork on them was a totally different conception than I would have given it, I guess. They were a little softer than you would normally expect for a dragon? Yes. That's 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 what I got from the trailers. Yeah, they weren't like Maleficent, like right. right. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. no. <laughs> they were soft and cuddly, <laughs> is what we're saying, right? Okay. Yeah, closer. Uh, so, so I, I guess the thing is, like, you know, it's it's closer to like Falcor from the Neverending Story. Right. But even Falcor was yes. cooler looking than the dragon in Ryan the Last Dragon. I didn't see. Uh, did you guys see it? Because I didn't see no. it. I, I it's we watched one, it. It's on my list. So, yeah. Did you like it, Becky? Was it good? Um, it was not bad. I. I liked it. Okay. My kids thought it was great too. Um, overall, I think I've seen it, so we're good, but it's not one you have to play a million times is what you're saying. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Personally, no, but my kids will probably be like, we can watch that again. Cool. Do it when I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. You see, it's on you my see list. That, that's a good tell for a movie is that like, you know, for, for us with Disney movies, it's been, there's certain ones that we'll watch them. And it's like, okay, that was good. And then we never watch it again. And then there's other ones that you put them on and you watch them the first time, you know, everybody liked it. And then, yeah, your kids will go back and watch it. And then what I find happens in our house is like my, my son would turn something on. And even though I wasn't like planning to sit down and watch it, it still catches my attention enough that I like stop yep. and start watching the movie. Um, the, the last one for me that did that was Moana. I actually, I really liked Moana and it, good. like whenever my son put it on because he 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 wanted to watch it a couple of times and i was like oh okay yeah i'm I'm stopping what i'm doing to watch the show but not every show can be moana i guess <laughs> we're we're in a phase right now with my daughter who's you know just a little over three and you know they, they talk about three nature right that's the thing they say she will refuses to watch any movie she will not watch movies period if we start a movie she will yell at us so we she hasn't watched a movie in a while and she loves moana she loves frozen she refuses to watch the movies <laughs> like hmm. we watched them at one point but she, we, she won't watch them anymore my so. youngest daughter did that too she would want to like she was cool with the show but she does not want to sit for any movie now she's more into it but yeah that, that same age she kind of did the same thing and i was like really but you love this and she's like but it's a movie <laughs> so I, I mean like <laughs> literally she's like we got her frozen sheets for her bed and she's so excited about the frozen sheets but it's like hey i'll turn on frozen too and she's like no and it's like wait but wait i thought we loved donna and elsa what happened uh you know but anyway yeah that's i get i get what you're saying all right. <laughs> okay. Are you, are, do you want to take this next one? Because so so I like. Are you the, saying me or you say Becky? I was like, no. <laughs> no. See, I'm very much in the camp of you guys should have to read this. So I'm okay so with let, it. Well, okay. Let, let me start by saying you know you know big thanks to Damon for coming and and dropping information bombs the way he did last week, and then you know he's off playing foot golf this week, and we have to deal with the aftermath. <laughs> 
Well, okay. So Kristen <laughs> yeah. felt like, and I listen. I'm all for this, right? So yeah, and because I, I said this last right. week, we're alienating all of our female listeners, right? So Kristen came out and said, "Okay, now we need some tips for the ladies." <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I, you know, I, there's some things in here that I, I'll read. I don't care. I don't mind. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I questioned if this was the reason I'm on this show. Oh no, See, it's, I'm not, totally no it's not. It's, no, it's no, no, no. No, we could probably use more of a female perspective on the show in general. In, in you know, going forward, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kristen said, personally, I bring spray on antiperspirant into the parks with me. Thighs and below the gals helps a lot. Let's. <laughs> yeah. It took me a moment to realize what she was saying, but <laughs> I get it now. Um, lightweight cotton garments are the best. Also, digging short hair for the parks. I can stick my head in the sink and get refreshed. Interesting. So, under antiperspirant uh, spray on. Spray on antiperspirant. Okay. Um,. So, so Jessica, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, you want to Je- read some? You want to read some, Trevor? <laughs> Jessica says, uh, "Now, now I feel like I'm not wearing the right underwear and have done <laughs> so much online shopping since the episode. Results to be determined." Um, she says, I, "I've always used body glide sticks, like many others, which I, I think we actually talked about. That is, you know, those yeah, those, I use friction uh, stick. Yeah, I use a yeah, friction body, stick. Yeah, body glide's another manufacturer. I've actually used those myself too. Yeah, it just it, it's like a deodorant stick that you know you can use if you're getting sweaty in certain areas, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine's more like, you know, just so I don't get like any like uh, thigh, you know, thighs rubbing together, like get any like mm-hmm. chafage, you know, like that's that, that stuff is amazing. I think the one I use is like, what I say it's like Arm & Hammer makes it. It's hard to find though. Like it's, it, you really got to look for it in the store. You well, know? go to sporting goods stores. Up here in Canada, we, oh, have yeah, a, okay. uh, we have a place called Sport Check, which sells all kinds of, well, you know, hockey equipment because we're in Canada, but um, of course. Yeah. But yeah, you can get stuff like that there. So, all right. And then uh, Bernice says, "I love wearing skorts to the park uh, with an elastic waistband or summer lightweight dresses. No zippers, buttons, or snaps involved. And I always use the body glide. Yeah, so there you go. That's that's a big one." <laughs> so uh, okay, th- this next one. So Catherine says. Uh, <laughs> This entire product line is fantastic. I use it everywhere to stay smooth, dry, and comfy. Lady Anti-Monkey Butt? Which is a great name for a product. I I had to put that in there because I was like, that's an amazing name. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what that's referring to. Is is Monkey Butt a thing that people get? I I think it's a finder term for other terms. I think I'm I, I think I'm getting it now. I've just I just realized what that what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Uh <laughs> Julianne's is definitely lightweight non cotton underwear. New favorites are Hanes polyester something blend. Poly I like polyester something. That that makes yeah. me laugh. And uh a perforated pattern to it. Super light and dry fast and no underwires. Okay, that's that's important, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And uh, Amy says, I-, "I love the 32 degree cool brand of clothing." Which uh, so it's actually called 32 degrees. Yes, I guess right? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, she uh, she says moderately pli- moderately priced and also perfect for hot human day hot humid days. Uh, deodorant works well for chafing if you forget the body glide. So yeah, you know, again, like we've yeah. like we've all talked about. You know, I think it's I think everyone's kind of saying the same thing here. Like you know, everyone has their own take on it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully this, uh, <laughs> this helps, you know, everybody think about the stuff they need to do for, uh, for 
going into the parks. And, and yeah, you know, I, I think Becky, you know, you you kind of alluded to it, like you said, you know, swimming in the the winter time. You know, for for us folks that live up further north, we're not used to the heat, and so it seems like you have to be a little bit more extreme in sure. what you do to stay comfortable down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> down there's the down there. Again. I know. Sorry, you, you meant down there as in, I, in Florida. You, you know, you know the, the, Florida. Right, right. The, right. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the local, the local terminology here. You know, anything south of us is right. down well, there, be, which is basically the the entire United States. I was going to say, to be fair, there's not a whole lot that's not uh, that Orlando is not down there from. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think these uh, these all kind of ring true to. Especially anyone who's done like a run Disney race, like the body glide. If if you've never heard of body glide, you've definitely never done a run Disney race. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is like the number one. Yeah, it's very well uh, advertised, I think, in that community. So, um, yeah, I, I think all of these, everybody kind of had really good suggestions and nothing seemed outlandish or, or something I hadn't heard of, which Damon you know, I, I'm not sure I've heard of all the things that we, that we were talking about last week. Yeah, um, he, he, yeah, he, he seemed to have a bit of a revelation. All right. Anyway, we should probably uh, we should probably do our ad. All right. Sounds good. Uh, DVC resale market. World of DVC Company is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to DVCResaleMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you do, uh, please let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Cool. Uh, what, what were we talking right. about? <laughs> we, so food. 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 We can talk about food. Yeah. Yeah. Foodie news. Citricose and Trails End. So let's start with Citricose. I'm kind of excited about this one. I've actually, yeah. So I, I've been to Citricose actually a bunch of times. That was kind of our go-to signature for quite a while. Uh, we, we always liked going there. But I mean, you know, listen, it was always kind of the same. like so i kind of like that there's an update now you know Mm -hmm. and so someone's probably gonna fight me for this one but i actually have a reason to go to the grand floridian now oh wow harsh (laughs) (laughs) well and you always stay at poly so you're right next door so (laughs) which says something because i don't go over to the grand floridian but it you know a mary poppins themed citricose is interesting me Am I the, I like, I always feel out of place in Grand Floridian because I am not a fancy human being. And, you know, I, I just always feel like I should be nicer dressed or should be, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel out of place there. <laughs> this is my favorite conversation. I'm in the same, uh, same group as you guys here. So. <laughs> I always feel like I'm getting glared at by certain people too. Like, ooh, what are those people doing here? Like, <laughs> I mean, I have been. You traipse all five kids in their matching t shirts. Oh, yeah through the lobby and get some looks <laughs> really i just, i feel like i feel so like bad, I'm, i think i feel like i'm describing every 
uh, Grand Flirty and like uh, person that's staying there, every guest uh, as like somebody in like a top hat and like a, has a cane and it's like with a monocle. Yeah, with a monocle. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm imagining in my head as I'm saying all this. Yeah, <laughs> so, there's probably anyway. someone there that exists like that. You'll be fine. I mean, if somebody greeted me at the door like that, I think it would make the experience that much better. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm all for it. Like, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, the, they rethemed Citricus the Mary Poppins. I don't think that that was announced previously. No. No. It, I, it I, came out of nowhere, right? Yeah, because I think the last time we talked about anything from Mary Poppins was them possibly redoing some of the stuff in... Uh, um. In Epcot, Epcot, yeah. Yeah. in Epcot, yeah, yeah. that was in, actually in, announced though. That was like official, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it seems like it's just kind of small touches of Mary Poppins, right? Right. So, so good, Becky. Uh, sorry on the on the um, announcement for this. Like, I saw it in the Parks blog, and if you go on the Disney website on Citricos, it has. Is that a picture of like a waiting seating area, or is that the restaurant itself? Like, it says Mary Poppins returns, and it's. I didn't feel like that can't possibly be the full-on theming that they're talking about, is it? Like, it doesn't seem like it's very much. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. I've I never been it, in that restaurant, so I don't know it's, what that it's is. A really, it's a really nice restaurant, right? So, like, I, I don't feel like it's going to be, like, really over-the-top Mary Poppins. I think it's just going to be kind of subtle. Subtle stuff, okay. you know? Like, and, and they do say taking subtle cues from the movie's animated sequence. So, it, it feels like it's just, like, little details. So, yeah, the the actual verbiage that they use is, which pays homage to the whimsy and elegance of Mary Poppins Returns. So, yeah, it's it they're alluding to it's not it's not full on themed, but there's inspiration from the movie. Yeah, this menu looks good though. I mean, a sweet corn bisque that sounds kind of good. I'm 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 in for that. (laughs) Yeah, although popcorn in it feels kind of weird, but you know, whatever. I mean, it's probably a good little crunch for that, you know, for that uh, soup. I don't know. The desserts look good, though. I'm all, I'm always about the desserts. Like that's the only thing I ever care about is desserts, <laughs> and these desserts look really good. I, I agree with the desserts. I I looked at that strawberry salad, man. I, it's sixteen dollars. It it's like four. It's like four fronds <laughs> of. It, it's like one strawberry quartered and four fronds of a fern. Like I'm not gonna buy that, but. <laughs> I mean, fancy it's small portions right. and it's expensive, right? That's, right. that's what that's what it is. Right? That's crazy. I like salads. That that's not going to work. But yeah, the des- I agree. The desserts, the desserts will bring it home. I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks good to me. I, I like Citricos. It's a good restaurant. It's got a cool view. It's in a nice area. It's a nice restaurant. I I, I do like it a lot. And uh, you know, it, it looks like they're making it even even a little more upscale. So that's cool. I've never been to Trails End though. I will say, I, I I've somehow never been to Trails End. I don't. I don't know if any of you guys have, but I have not. So Trails End is that over by Hoopty Doo Review? Or yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. Fort Wilderness. Yeah, go ahead, Becky. Sorry, I didn't. Mean oh to no, say. I was. I think so. We, by and large, my family is a um, buy one meal out, bring one meal in kind of thing, and then we cook it. We cook in our room. We totally eat now that we have a kitchen. Um, and so I haven't been to a ton of sit down with my family. When I go without them, I'll try other places. But yeah, I have not gotten over there either to Trails End, and uh, it looks fantastic. Yeah, I, I will say that you know, the, like I said, the problem or why I was asking about Hoopty Doo is because um, anytime we go over to um, Fort Wilderness is because we're going to Hoopty Doo. So yeah, 
I'm, I'm already there for a meal. So I would never think to go to trails end because it's kind of out of the way, honestly, like, Oh, it's uh, way out of the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless you're staying at wilderness lodge, it's kind of out of the way. I will say though, this, um, the, the dessert, what, where is it here? I'm trying to find Oh yeah. The... Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. So is that, is that what used to be the 10 gallon hat Sunday? And now it's cause literally the, the picture, it, the yeah. picture is a hat. It is. It it's, is. It's, it's a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's called the covered wagon. If it's a hat. They got they got a little bit backwards going on there, but it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really and does. Also, also, like I'm not gonna go to a park after eating anything from there. <laughs> I'm not gonna make oh, it. No, I feel like anytime I ever eat at like an all you care to enjoy restaurant, I always feel like I need to go take a nap for at least a couple hours, or like go to <laughs> like before I go anywhere else. Like I'm just it's I, I can't eat all that and then my, my wife likes to 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 joke about our uh on our, our the first night of our honeymoon i ate way too much at one restaurant and was just kind of in the fetal position all night going why did you let uh. me eat so much <laughs> like i just overindulged you know <laughs> it happens to the best of us <laughs> it does that's why we tend to try and do a lunch time for those type of uh restaurants and then that way you kind of walk it off most of the day, and then you can do a light um, dinner and not feel like that by the end of the night. So, see, I like I like a good breakfast buffet because I like to fill up on breakfast and then I just blow right by lunch, right? Like right, I just yeah. yeah, like a like a little bit of a later breakfast, like maybe like nine o'clock, like a like a brunch, more like a brunch, and then I'm just good until you know I'll have a snack sometime midday, and then I'm good until dinner. You know, that's kind of how I like to roll, but I, not to eat so much though to the point where I'm like you know feeling ill. I, I won't do that, but. Um, you know, I, I'm down with this dinner though too. Is uh, they got the skillet with a uh, brisket, rotisserie chicken, and dewy sausage, fingerling potatoes, green beans, butter corn on the cob. It actually kind of sounds like Whispering Canyon, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, which I, I mean makes sense. It's you not know, a bad both, thing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both in the same area, so why not? Not a, not a bad thing. I mean, uh, Whispering Canyon is is I. Besides, I enjoy the food at Whispering Canyon. I've always thought it was good there too. So. Is this um, also the place everybody's upset about the fried chicken? Being oh, yeah. Is that yeah, this one? Is, yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. I don't care. But. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. They'll probably bring it back like the noodles from Ohana because <laughs> everyone's going to complain yeah. until, you know. So. Hey, listen, I'm also excited about the uh, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. I've talked before. It's my favorite smell at Magic Kingdom. So, well, actually, at all the parks, it's my favorite smell. So um, that's coming back, too. July 7th. Yay. Which is great. Which which is oddly a Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, is that a Tuesday? What, no, what is it's it? Wednesday. Wait, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Wait, yeah. it's even yeah. weirder because it's Wednesday. Why open on a Wednesday? Why not? Yeah, it, it, it's enough. not like they are. You know, they're open seven days a week, so they can. Yeah, three sixty five a year, right? I guess so. Yeah. We days of the week don't matter at Disney, is what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> so also, uh, I saw Casey's Corner was in here as well, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, do you guys watch uh, Tim Tracker at all? I do not. I've seen it maybe maybe once. I know ex- oh. like who you mean, but that's okay. So 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 it 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 was a bit funny. We we actually just watched this episode with him because uh, so so I, I find it funny because Tim Tracker basically since this whole pandemic thing started. Um, he's been itching for a hot dog from Casey's corner and he goes there like, like he's like, he goes by there every time he's like, Oh, it doesn't look like they're opening yet. And then of course, when they opened up, he was like over the moon about these hot dogs. And, and the funny, one thing that stuck with me though, that he said when, when he was talking about it is that 
you know, it's not that the hot dog is necessarily the best hot dog ever. It's the institution of going to Casey's and going yeah. to, you know, th- this particular place on Main Street. Like it's, it's almost kind of a weird tradition thing. And, and I feel like, yeah. like you were saying, you know, it's the same kind of thing about the, 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 um, uh, ice cream as well is that it's, it's not that, that Disney is necessarily doing anything unique, but it's just that, that idea of going to Disney to get your ice cream or your hot dog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, well, listen, a, a, a little mini, uh, deep fried corn dog with, uh, some of that fake cheese that they got there. <laughs> few things better. There are few things better in this world than those little corn dogs that you can dip into the fake cheese. So tell me why you would not get those with ketchup and mustard. Because fake cheese is delicious. Like the little cheese but, that they get out of like the, the machine that comes in a plastic bag. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, but not for corn dogs. Yeah, no, yes for corn dogs. No. Corn dog can be by itself, but mm-hmm. and I always catch a lot of trouble for saying this, but no one's gonna beat the corn dog from the little red corn dog cart oh, at Disneyland. So know. like I can't even do Casey's corn dogs because it's just not it's just not right well and let's be honest those little mini corn dogs they have at casey's are like frozen ones you could buy at the grocery store they're not they're not like handmade like i mean but still it's it's not that no becky you're right that that hand-dipped corn dog from little red wagon yeah that's that's a whole other level like like we're in another universe that's breakfast of champions like it is what i do (laughs) every time but yeah, I, I wish I know Disney tried to do. I, I know they've done hand dipped corn dogs at uh, Sleepy Hollow. I still haven't tried them yet, though. Oh, I had I one just... on my last trip. It was good. Okay, but although I felt kind of ill afterwards because it was like <laughs> a really big hot dog. Like it was, it was like a. I don't know if it was like a quarter pound. It was a big hot dog, and it was very salty. Like I felt, I felt like I ate like a lot of salt, like two daily values worth at least. <laughs> like well, no. We'll have to compare. I, I think this is something maybe you know, you know, Becky and I have to try and um, yeah, we'll have them because, because we, we have Disney we have the frame of reference from the Little Red Wagon. Well, listen, the only reason I got it was because they didn't have my Nutella waffle, so I, I was gonna get the Nutella waffle. They didn't have it, and I was like, "All right, a hand dipped corn dog sounds pretty good," and and it was. Listen, <laughs> it was delicious. I could I ate all of it, but I literally afterwards felt like uh, you know I felt my blood pressure going up. Like I like it was so salty. It was so salty, and there was so much of it. I I don't know. It was just a lot. But anyway, <laughs> you need the ketchup and mustard on it. I, just, I mean, listen, I'm all about the cheese. Uh, I didn't have cheese for that one. But <laughs> listen, I have this actually later as its own item. But in this same article is the thing about the uh, family dinner nights, family night, Disney family night dinner. And I think this okay. actually looks really cool. Have you guys looked at this? What yeah. they're doing? I I have you go ahead Trevor out. No, I so no go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what this is. Okay. So um <laughs> I my thoughts, I mean, okay. I I love the idea that they're kind of normalizing a relaxing evening. Um I think that's cool. It's a, innovative for Disney, but it it makes it almost so you don't feel like you're like missing magic by not being in a park, I guess. Yeah. We've definitely had times where we've had to roll back to the resort early one kid too hot or done for the day, whatever. And then, you know, this would be kind of cool. Uh, but then I also think the price tag is insane to me. And then I would also 
need to get two of them for my family. <laughs> like, yeah, because it feeds three to happening. four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, we kind of, but we, this is very similar to like what what we do. Like my family, we did do this on our own. Like we went back to our uh, room and had either had pizza one night or we had made food and just just chilled in the room. We threw on um, Mandalorian and like we just just hung out in the room and made it a whole different thing. So I really like that they're coming up, you know, kind of forcibly making people relax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I I think it's I think it's cool because it is not something that has been necessarily offered that I've ever seen before. So it's and I mean I sort of laugh at the one being at Grand Floridian. Um but (laughs) that seems interesting. But it looks yummy like that I would choose that over the Over center the town one. market yeah center town market is not going to be somewhere i give money to anyway so that's <laughs> oh so much caribbean beach hate uh so <laughs> well, we should explain what this is though so yeah. this, is, Sorry. this is a you can get this this is a, a family style dining bundle that's a takeout shareable meal with like so it's a meal and dessert and also comes with like a family game too and so right now they're just do, they're doing it through mobile order five to ten o'clock at night and they're only doing it at two di- two different resorts so it's only grand floridian and a caribbean I'm guessing because they're testing this out to see if it's a popular option and then maybe they'll roll it out elsewhere. But I like the idea of like one of them has uh, decorate your own Minnie and Mickey cookies. Like that's kind of a fun activity for the family to do, you know, like that's just a neat thing to include in there. And they did have something like this. I feel like pre pandemic, but it was more of, wasn't it like all the ingredients and you cook your own meal? If I remember correctly. Um, for D- it was like a DVC thing. I feel like I, I'd have to look back, but I feel like they had something like this. I, I yeah, I don't remember anything like that. Um, what? Not where it was fully cooked already. I feel like they gave you like the ingredients and you had to cook it. But this, they it's all fully cooked, right? So, so what this reminds me of is um, at Disneyland they had something like this where it was it was a takeout meal, but it actually came with tickets for um for a reserved seating for the parade that night. So you you oh, actually yes. you bought a lunch, yeah. I th- you, you probably uh, have seen I've this seen Becky. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you bought a lunch, and I think it was actually in Adventureland. We we got the these little lunch boxes basically, and then they gave us these tickets, and then um, yeah, later that evening we went over by uh, by Small World, and we were able to watch the parade. So I wonder if you know it, it's interesting that they're offering this at the at the parks, and they're they're kind of. Um, yeah, they're offering the the games in there as a means of, you know, it's not just a meal. There's also a bit of entertainment with it being, you know, I, I like your idea, Becky, of, you know, hey, you know, let's make everyone like actually stop for a minute and, you know, get a meal, sit down and just chill out. Or, or you know, alternately, um, this one at Centertown, I know you guys are saying, you know, you know, why would I get that? I'm not at Caribbean Beach. But um, you know, if you're staying at Riviera, it's close. Like you can hop right. on the Skyliner and take your food back to Riviera if you really want to. Same same thing for the Grand Floridian. Is that that's close enough that I could feasibly walk it back over to the Poly if I didn't want to actually sit at the uh, the Grand Floridian to yeah, eat go this. Take it to the beach and just <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's a it makes sense in that in that regard to me. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I. I, I guess it's not the first time I've seen something like this and it totally, it makes sense. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, Disney is looking for ways to offer, um, you know, it's it, offering these combos of sorts where, yeah. where, yeah, you know, you, you, your family can get a combo and it feels, 
reasonably priced. Like, you know, for, for $79 for one of these, um, you know, I, for, for a family of four, yeah, you're, you're spending at least that much if you were, if you're doing even quick service. It's 20 bucks a head. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And this doesn't come with drinks. So, like, I should just mention. So, for Caribbean Beach, it's uh, Jamaican style chicken, fried yuca, uh, cilantro rice, uh, seasonal, ve- seasonal vegetables, uh, Caribbean pull apart rolls. And then, uh, then for the, and then the decorate your own mini, mini cook, mini and Mickey cookies. And then, uh, the one at Grand Floridian is a garden salad, savory lasagna, lasagna, two Mickey shaped cheese or pepperoni pizzas, like little personal pizzas and, uh, mini cheesecake. Uh, and when I say mini, I mean, M I N N I E cheesecake with strawberry sauce, <laughs> whipped cream and fresh berries. So those are the two menus. I, I think it's an interesting idea. And I, I, I think it'd be cool for them to expand on that. Cause I, I, I don't I, I think you're right, Becky, in that it's a great idea to like kind of chill in the room for a night and you don't have to worry about cooking and you know, but for the it is a little pricey, right? It's I mean, but everything it does. But it's Disney. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just expect that. Uh, so one thing we blew by, by the way, and I don't know this place, but I know it's popular. Salt and Straw, the ice cream place at, at Disneyland is coming to Disney World, is coming to Disney Springs. But is that place? I mean, I, I don't know anything about that place. Is it any good? Do, do you guys know? I'm you trying to make sure. Is that? I thought it, is that the one that has the giant like shakes in in downtown Disney, or is that a different place? I don't know that I know this place. Yeah, I I'm drawing a blank on it. I've never I don't remember Salt and Straw in Disneyland. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's fairly new. I don't know that much about it. I know the only re- like reason I recognize the name is I remember they had like chocolate insect ice cream at one point and we talked about it <laughs> but that's the only thing i remember about it like they had some really funky flavors so hmm. any other food stuff we want to talk about do you got anything else you guys want to talk about with this this dining night in or this disney family night dinner or, or anything like that i mean or do we want to move on i'll just point out one other thing is that you know you're talking that this doesn't come with drinks but if you're staying at your resort and you have refillable mugs that's sure. really kind of a non-issue anyway so that's true that's yeah and point. so yeah, by the way, I also should mention too. So we we kind of mentioned what the price is. It's $79 for the one at Caribbean Beach, $89 for the one at Grand Floridian cuz why not? Why why wouldn't Grand it be more Floridian. expensive at Grand Floridian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? It's Grand Floridian, you get a $10 premium. Boom. Done. Yep. <laughs> like yeah. Um well, okay, so you asked if we had to pay for the monocles somehow. Yeah, that's right. You got to pay for those extra monocles. That's very important. Exactly. What were we going to say, Trevor? You're saying if we had anything else more about dining, well, what about the dining plan? Oh, yeah, yeah. The dining plan's coming back. So I mean, I'm not surprised by this. I've always been a believer that like the Disney dining plan is probably like the most profitable thing that they have, like the most profitable add-on because so many people just don't even use their meals and their snacks. It's like a gift card, you know, like companies love gift cards because, you know, someone pays a hundred bucks for it and like half of them never get used. Right. So this is, I feel like it's the same way with the dining plan and I feel like it's already inflated as it is. Uh, Cause I mean, I know personally, like we ate the same way on the Disney dining plan and off the Disney dining plan. And it was, we spent much less money off the dining plan than we would have yeah. for the dining plan. So like much less. So, I mean, listen, and I, I don't want to like say anything bad about anybody that does a dining plan. It is a great value for some folks. And Becky, like your family of five, I don't know if you guys do it, but I, I, I'm a family of seven. I'm sorry. I should say family of five <laughs> kids. I don't know maybe if it's a good value for you or not, but absolutely like, not. 
<laughs> okay, see, no, there you go. No chance so, in the world. Yeah. No. But for some families, it is, though. Some families, it totally makes sense. So I'm not, like, trashing anybody that does it. Like, do it if you want to do it. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, no, I, I won't go too far into it. But I think the only, like, loophole that I ever found that sort of made sense was if we had, like, a split stay and we did a DVC dining plan for, like, one night, but it covers two days. It was like such crazy Disney math, but I was still like, but am I actually going to spend my park time sitting in a table service restaurant? No. So it really, like, yeah. moot point, like I just, it doesn't work for my family. And we very much buy like discounted um, uh, gift cards and use them. And, and I know I'm going back. So if I don't use it all that time, that's fine. The dining plan is just not ever something I will use. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, and, you know, it, it's funny. I, I, I feel like there's somewhere in the middle that like, you know, obviously, Becky, your your family is is fairly large. Mine is very small. You know, there's just three of us. And for, for very similar reasons, it just doesn't work. And, and I think it's, uh, you know, I feel like there there's a sweet spot somewhere that um, that, you know, if if you've got, you know, the right amount of people. And like you said, you know, depending on how you actually do Disney you you feel like you get a value out of it but yeah same thing for me is you know i just realized for the money that i would spend on it i just you know keep that money in my pocket and not feel bad about you know going and buying extra treats or buying whatever while i'm there and then you know i always end up with money left over at the end anyway because it's part of my budget and then you know you use it on your next trip so <laughs> yeah yeah i absolutely I find, you know, I, I, we used to do the dining plan, right? So like my wife and I did it for a while and then we realized that it didn't really work out well for us, right? Like my, my wife never gets dessert, almost never gets dessert when we go to, like I always get dessert. She almost never does. So like that was one of the places we were like not getting our money's worth there, right? Cause she just wouldn't get dessert. It's not part of it. So we, like I said, we did a trip where we were like, let's just eat the same way we normally do. And, and, you know, add up the bill at the end and see what the difference is and you know like i said we spent way 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 less uh less doing just you know no dining plan so but i again i i get why people do it i always find it interesting though the people that like have the conspiracy theory that the that the dining plan has made the restaurants worse quality and i'm like i i I don't understand that (laughs) like i get the idea of like more people going to the restaurant but like i feel like disney food has been as good if not better than it's ever been so i just don't I don't know. I don't understand why people say that. Yeah, that that seems pretty far removed to equate payment method to food quality. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... I, the, go ahead. Sorry, Becky. Oh, I just was going to say, I don't know that I necessarily agree on the quality perspective, but just that it's harder to maybe get a reservation because yeah. people are trying to use mm-hmm. all those credits to make sure they don't miss out on a table service, so they'll just grab what they can grab. That's the only part that I think it makes it harder on, but the... Uh, quality of the food is is really just what it is whether you like it or hate it so (laughs) (laughs) i just like i i don't understand why people like because i i don't find the quality to be bad at i mean i feel like the quality is excellent and it has been and it still is i I don't know go ahead sorry trevor i I, well one i was gonna say i've i've eaten theme park food like you know going to smaller theme parks that like yeah you know (laughs) the disney food is is definitely not theme park food in in that sense um, I the, mean, the, they still have some of that in some places. If you go to Pizza Rizzo, you're going to eat a crappy <laughs> pizza. I mean, like, that's yeah. true. But, like, there's lots of other places you can go that are good. 
Yeah, I yeah, grew I up mean, on Six the, Flags and we never got the food. And so I would not say Disney is Six Flags quality. <laughs> it's yeah, far exactly. superior. So Exactly. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. Well, I was going to ask both of you a question here on this is that um, do you do you see changes happening to this? Like, do, do you see like the, the, the dining plan? plan? Yeah. Do you see the dining plan? Like they say it's coming back. What do you think? Uh, do you think it'll be the same as it was before the pandemic? Or do you think maybe we'll see some changes to it that might change our point of view on this? It's a good question. I don't. Because we've been saying for a while, we don't think FastPass is going to come back to the same, but it might. And I, I think the only reason the dining plan isn't back now is because they don't have all the restaurants open. Like, you you can't bring the dining plan back now when there's still restaurants that are closed. Now, they're reopening as they hire more cast members back and they, you know, get that stuff open and the crowds, you know, warrant having these things open. But I, I think – I don't think that they're not offering it right now because – they're waiting like they're working on a change to it you know what i mean like i think they're just not sure when it's going to make sense and and not sure when all the restaurants are going to be opened again i kind of tend to think it's going to be mostly the same maybe tweaked a little bit like i I can't imagine them like raising the price on it significantly although they were raising it like what every year i mean i think it was going Mm -hmm. up every year when it was still available right i don't know i think that they started to announce some sort of adjustment to it, like right before everything was kind of shutting down. I I feel like I remember seeing some sort of just renaming it and kind of recategorizing so it wasn't so much food that people weren't eating in the highest level of them. Or I, There was some sort of a change. Um, it feels like so I, long ago that it was right. yeah. it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. which it was. I mean, it, it's been a while, but, yeah. it, you know, yeah. That, that last year, 10 years ago, you mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like it was 10 years ago for real. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it is an interesting question. I, I'm not, well, first of all, I don't care, but I just <laughs> don't. Same. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I can't fathom how they will either improve it or make it even worse. Uh, because it's just a mind-boggling thing. Anyway, I get it from a business perspective. Like you said, it, it is a gift card. Like, mentality yeah. for a business absolutely um i just listen with all the kids we have we do everything on the cheap as much as possible so i can't wrap my head around like what would be different about this that would be like that's such a good change because <laughs> it's great now where there is no dining plan <laughs> i mean you know it's not getting cheaper right like that's not right <laughs> like, yeah. it's not gonna get cheap enough to the point where becky you're gonna be like i'm doing it now oh this yeah family seven. <laughs> yeah like there's no way that that's gonna happen Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I'm, I'm really, like you said, I don't really care. Like, I I do believe that it does make it harder to get a reservation at at restaurants. Sure. Right. I I can see that. I, I think that's legit. Uh, but I don't know. I really just don't care. Bring it back. Don't bring it back. Who cares? I, I think what you're paying for there is convenience, right? You're paying for kind of like a peace of mind. You've prepaid for your food. It's like an all-inclusive at that point, right? Yeah, it's like you still have to tip. <laughs> like not, you do. It's not all-inclusive. It makes me nuts. Sorry. I actually remember... <laughs> I. I remember going on a trip in like... I want to think it was like 2007 or 2006 where tip was included. I feel like tip was included at one point, but not anymore. <laughs> That's for sure. So, but it's mostly all inclusive. Mostly. <laughs> sure. Anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's before we go too much further down that rabbit hole, do 
I, I think we're due for another ad, aren't we, Tom? We are due for another ad, yeah. and, and we should probably speed up here because we, I, we've been going on for a long time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is our second ad is from Monero Financial. Uh, we talked earlier about DVC resale market and about uh, purchasing a resale contract. If you're looking for financing options for your DVC purchase, look no further than Monero Financial. Monera, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with no credit checks, often very low down payments, and terms as long as 10 years and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at how affordable joining DVC can be. So go to ManeraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Um, in person, run Disney events to return uh, to Disney World this fall. Talk about things I don't care about. Uh, this is what <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's people that do care though, and we talked about a rumor about it a couple weeks ago. So I had to put this in here. I love Run Disney. I love it. I had a feeling, Becky, you were going to be Run <laughs> Disney person. Like, like how many Run Disney things have you done? Um, I want to say probably five. Wow. Um, the first one I did was, uh, a 5k in, let's see, in 2014, it was right after our fourth kid was born and it was kind of my first, I'm going to go run on purpose, which I hadn't done for years at that point. And it was more just, if I'm going to run, I'm going to do it at Disney. And so it was the first time we took our kids. Uh, it was, it was a great trip. And ever since then, we will never do a family run Disney trip again. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just crazy, but I did do a 10K. The first time I went out to Disneyland, I did a 10K out there, and I met a friend. Uh, I met her and her husband, and they both – they also had five kids, but they didn't bring them with. Uh, and we set all of our kids up as pen pals because they were from Florida. And she and I bail on our husbands and kids and go on Disney trips alone. So I love Run Disney because I met one of my best friends just completely randomly at a Run Disney event. So <laughs> – I, I can't. I can't hate it. It's great. I've, I've done enough. so much more yep. stuff because of that one time I decided to go run six miles for no good reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I was only... happy to hear them coming back. And <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> the only running I'm doing at Disney is when I pull up the app and I see there's a 10 minute wait for Big Thunder and I'm running across Magic Kingdom. That's literally the only <laughs> running I'm ever doing at Disney. But, but that's more of that power walk kind of yeah, shuffle because walk. because the yeah. cast members will yell at you if you run so yeah it's it's the it's the fast walk yeah you got to do the fast walk yeah that's but that's the only running and doing it <laughs> that's it or to catch a bus or monorail that's about it <laughs> <laughs> but I, i'm glad that somebody's happy. i know lots of people are happy about this because i know lots of people do the run disney stuff so this so you know this is this is great um it, it just is also another signal of things getting back to normal right sure yeah yep so there's, there's also that I won't expound on any other thoughts I have because I know we're going long. So. We're going long here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just talking too much back, and I'm just kidding. I'm, I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably my fault. Um, <laughs> so I'm super excited about this next item. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, anyone, Trevor, you want to read yeah. this? So, so Pixar's Coco uh, has a scene coming to Mickey's Fill Our Magic in the Magic Kingdom and California Adventure. Um, this is surprising to me for two things. One, um, that they're including Coco in the parks. And two, that Filler Magic's getting an update. Because I can't well, remember yeah. the last time that Filler Magic got an update. 
I think the last time I got an update, like they just updated the film to like a better quality. But like as far as adding anything into the film, I don't think yeah. ever. I don't think they've ever updated anything in, in this show. And listen, I think it fits perfect, right? Like Coco's all about music. Like that show is all about music. It's it's a perfect fit. I I'm excited for this. I, I my daughter loves Coco. I I like Coco a lot too. It's a really good movie, and I feel like this fits really nicely into it. It's, they're not like shoehorning it in, you know. And I. I just want to point out that, you know, that they picked uh, Un Poco Loco and not Remember Me as the song. So (laughs) Remember Me would definitely Poco Loco is a little more fun. Yeah. yeah, It put a totally different spin on Filler Magic, I think. (laughs) No one wants to cry during Filler Magic. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to say, Becky? Sorry. I was going to ask you guys, do you think that this stalls out the rumor of changing the Grand Fiesta tour in Mexico? Like everybody kept talking about changing it to Coco. And now do you think be like, we've got Coco in the parks, we'll be fine? No, no, no I, I still I still think I don't even think like because I don't I don't think they've even ever said anything about doing that. It just makes sense to do it, right? Yeah. Like Yeah, you it could, was like, a rumor with, for sure. Yeah. It makes sense that they should do that. And I don't think that this stops it because there's lots of things that they have, you know, two two references to in two different areas, you know? I feel like the, it's only gonna be one small scene. They can still make a whole ride out of Coco. So, you know, I I think that you know maybe this is also a hint that you know maybe something like coco i know everyone's going well you know they're going to replace the entire ride with coco in in epcot but maybe it'll be just like this where you know the ride is itself is still intact but they just add in some stuff from the movie some coco flourishes Yeah. yeah i think that would be fun to see and they have that three caballeros show on disney plus now so it'd be kind of hard to just completely write them off. They just fixed those animatronics, right? So Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't the, think that ride's getting changed anytime soon. But no. go ahead, sorry, Trevor. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was gonna say, you know, back to filler magic, because that's really what we were talking about here. Right. Is that um, you know, you know, this also opens itself up too that, you know, them throwing in something like Coco, which I, I know Coco was was very well received and very popular, but um I, I feel like there's plenty of other shows that they could easily put into filler magic. Like it could almost become um, yeah. a, a, a rotating thing. And really, honestly, I wonder why it hasn't up until now. Are you, so are you saying maybe that this is like not the last update? Like, yeah. cause you know, you're right. They could throw Moana in there. And even with like the water effects that they have in the seats, they could do some water stuff with Moana. They could, I mean, there's tons of stuff they could do. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's a, I mean, every movie basically has music in it, so you could do that. Right. I, I don't know. It, you're, you're, you're right about that. Maybe it's just, they felt like it was un- underrepresented and it's a popular IP and they just wanted to put it in there. I listen, I'm a big fan of Magic. I really like that show. I, I find it very entertaining. There's, it still makes me laugh every time when I turn around and, and Donald's butt is sticking out of the wall and his little legs are kicking. Like, it's hilarious. It's a, it's a great <laughs> little show. I mean, it's, it also never has a line and is air conditioned and it's a nice break. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, go ahead, Becky. Where are you going to say? I, I just going to point out, um, the fact that it's Pixar animation working with like classic animation. So I think that is a cool oh. crossover. That, that's a good point too. I didn't think about that. This is actually a Pixar IP. Hmm. With and nothing else in there is Pixar, right? Like, right? I don't think yeah. anything else in that show is Pixar. It's all Disney, right? Listen, I was just going off of the uh, the notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're just stealing off of the notes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I do. Th- I, my my uh, opinion is genuine. I think it's really neat, but um, I didn't, you know, dig that up myself. 
<laughs> it is it is worth noting that they're not removing anything, right? So this is just yeah. an addition without removal, right? So which is good, which is also really good. Uh, yeah, I, it's funny. It's a good note. I hadn't thought about it, but I, I'm also wondering how they're going to mesh because it's not like the... Well, they did update the animation recently, didn't they? Like they updated... I don't know if they just updated the quality of the video. I don't think they went back and reanimated everything like with the latest technology. I'm just wondering how that scene is going to... like. How do they make that match to what the technology was at the time that they well, did the rest of it? You know what I mean? Where it doesn't look out of place because it's so much better than the other stuff. Right. Where's the transition? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? So it doesn't like stick out like a sore thumb or like, because you know, like when you watch like the first Toy Story, it's like, wow, they really didn't know how to animate humans or dogs in this movie. Like, it's really bad. And then you watch Toy Story 4 and you're like, okay, they figured it out. Like, they're pretty good. I mean, it's amazing how the difference in animation is from that first Toy Story to the last one. So, I mean, obviously, PhilharMagic has been around for quite a while now. The technology has gotten better since then, obviously. So how do you make it look like it's not like out of place? Well, but I, I think that's where when they're building the scenes, they're not just taking a scene from Coco. They're they're actually designing a filler magic scene that's Coco themed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know it's it's definitely doable, and it's not like like it, it just means that whoever's doing it just has to be cognizant of not just copying <laughs> the there. <laughs> yeah copying one style and throwing it in right. So yeah, yeah. I, I also want to mention too that this starts October first. This is another fiftieth anniversary thing that's that's coming on board. So, can can we just say everything is a fiftieth anniversary thing? Yeah, it, much. It, it feels like everything. I mean, Ratatouille has <laughs> no. been ready for like six years. Yeah. So yeah, well, you know, wait everything's second. happening October first. We should mention though, California Adventure and Disneyland Paris are getting it on July seventeenth. <laughs> so it's oh. only Disney World that's waiting till October first. <laughs> Which is just kind of mean. Like, obviously, it's done. Just like, you can wait. <laughs> Wasn't July seventeenth is Disneyland's anniversary? Yes, is that? it is. But not California. Uh, event. Mm, I don't know. Well, but, but yeah, it's, it's it's yeah. <laughs> what do you? I tried to throw my bone. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, that's really funny though that 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 they're bringing it July seventeenth and they're just like mm, Magic Kingdom, you gotta wait. Like Disney World, you you just wait until October first because we're not allowed to do anything before October first. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's really funny because I thought all of them were October first, and then I went back and read it, and I was like, oh no, look, it's actually everyone else is getting it two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, to, to your point, Becky, I just looked it up. If if they were going to wait until whenever uh, California Adventure opened, it actually opened February eighth. Uh, so I guess they can't wait that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to wait that long. Well, listen, I I guess it makes as as annoying as it is. I guess it makes sense for them to hold it to October first as another thing they can be like. Here's another 50th anniversary thing we can give you. You know, I guess because <laughs> there's not enough going on. I'm already. with you, Becky. I'm just trying to justify it. I I don't think it's justifiable. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. I, I said because there's not enough going on already, and and you know what? I'm exactly. gonna yeah. I, I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to trail into the next part, which is they're, they're talking oh about uh, <laughs> early park entry and extended evening hours for deluxe resort guests only. And this is starting on October 1st. October 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? really? No, yeah. that's crazy. What is that a significant date of some sort? <laughs> Not according to my friends who are like, I think we're going to go in early October. Oh, for your first uh, trip? Oh, that's a good that's, plan. Yeah, no. You're, you're daring. <laughs> no, no, no. You know there's going to be so many people uh, that like haplessly end up there on October 1st and are like, why is it so, why is it so busy? There's so many people here. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not going to get so, it. 
So this is a controversial one, by the way, which I I don't I didn't think it would be, but it is. I immediately thought it would be. (laughs) I don't care about the early park entry. I care about the extended evening hours. Well, so let's so let's tell everyone what this is, right? So, and we talked about this a while ago because they announced the early morning part like months and months ago. I don't remember what it was. We talked about it a long time ago because, and I love this idea of early park entry to every park. So, like, instead of magic hours like it was before, where it was like, hey, on this Tuesday, Magic Kingdom is going to be open an hour early. It's literally every day, every park open early for resort guests. That's great. I like it. Uh, were you going to say something, Becky? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay. What what people are upset about is the second part, the extended evening hours. We'll call them, you know, extra magic hours. The funny part is they stop calling them extra magic hours, but it's the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why they got rid of that name. It's fine. Um, but basically, the early evening hour, or the extended evening hours are going to be specific dates, like extra magic hours were. <laughs> However, going to only be available to deluxe resort guests or deluxe villa guests. So... People are mad about this, and I, you know, I when I thought about it a little bit, I got it. But also coming from my point of view as a DVC <laughs> member, I'm like, all right, yeah. this is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah being, being that we're a DVC podcast, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not <laughs> knocking this one at all because hey, this is exactly you know a great reason to be staying at a deluxe resort right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's great time to be a DVC member too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually posted this as being like basically a, like a new DVC member perk. And I got a lot of people like, it's not a DVC perk. It's for all people. <laughs> and I'm like, relax. Okay. Like we're talking about semantics here. It's a perk. Okay. It is. If you're a DVC member staying at a DVC resort, this is a new perk for you. <laughs> like it is. I mean, it happens to apply to people who are staying cash at a deluxe resort as well. Yeah. But, you know, just having my DVC contract that this has just garnered me a perk that i didn't have before it like it doesn't have to be an exclusive perk to be a perk right like yeah. it doesn't have to be like only dvc members get this for it to be a dvc perk this is it and, and in my in my mind you know if you're a dvc member you're staying at dvc resorts most of the time right so <laughs> this is this is a perk as a member it's but a deluxe I, resort perk is what it is which it happens is. to encompass which, dvc it's an incidental temporary yeah. DVC perk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Incidental and temporary. Yes, I agree with you. And it's almost like, though, that they were like, well, if we're going to include the deluxe resorts, we got to include the villas too, right? Because can you imagine how mad members would have been if they just would have said deluxe resorts and left out the villas? I think that would have just assumed that it was the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paying I... deluxe for value pricing or whatever their, like, yeah. the selling point was. I I mean, listen, I I do get why people are mad about this. For a long time, people feel like that Disney has been kind of creating a, let's call it a class system, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and this kind of further, you know, enforces that view. Now, listen, everybody staying at every resort gets the early morning one. It's just the evening one that's extra for deluxe resort guests. So it's not like other resort guests are getting nothing. But again, I understand why people are mad about this. And I also understand, you know, like... I understand. I just get it. I get it. I, 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 at first I was like, this is great. I'm, I'm loving this. And then I was like, oh yeah, but everyone's staying at a moderate and, or staying off property or, you know, staying at a value are, are going to be mad about this. And I get it. Okay. So, so here, here comes my selfish point of view on this. <laughs> um, so 
coming from, you know, a couple of time zones over, I hate rope drop. I, I've tried to do rope drop at Disney World and I can't do it because it's way too early for me. So the fact that they are offering this to, um, they're offering extra long evening hours to deluxe resort members is absolutely perfect by me. And I don't really care what anyone else's problem is with it because it means that I can stay until park close and then I can sleep in the next morning because I'm doing that anyway, because I'm fighting against the time zone change and not feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. listen, I, from your point of view, definitely go ahead, Becky. I'm sorry. No, that, I was agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, it, this whole thing is interesting because it's like, why can't they do it for all the resorts? Right. Like, it does feel like they could just do it for all the resorts, right? <laughs> like, I have I mean, a yeah. Go ahead, Becky. Okay, sorry. I have a, I have a thought on it. Like, I, number one, I think it's a little bit of a slippery slope. Like, what what's next? Oh, for sure. Like, right? well, the fast that's, passes that's are next. I mean, right. Paid fast passes no, are next no, on no. the list. You know they yeah, are. Yeah. I I know. I try to not agree with pretend that, like but, that's not going to happen <laughs> yes i yeah. uh, substitute my own reality for this rejection <laughs> but um that that besides this slippery slope i i mean people are paying more they can get more that's fine whatever do what you need to do doesn't it doesn't really matter to me i just find it somewhat humorous because anyone who's ever been to a party be it a halloween party or an after hours or whatever the day guests that don't have that hard ticket i mean they're not like yep. being kicked out. They just can't go on a ride. Like it's not it. How long is this even going to be? Like, is it maybe Temporary. an hour, maybe two hours? How? I mean, is it that big of a deal? <laughs> like you can still <laughs> technically be there, but you're just not going to yeah. ride the, the, the selected rides that are staying open late. It's just really funny to me. Like, I don't know. People well, like to have and, something to complain about. So. Well, and that already existed, <laughs> right? Like when yeah. extra magic hours were there, you know, most people think for some reason that the majority people of of the people that are in a Disney park stay on site. They do not. That is not most people stay off site. And and so it, because as much as many hotels as Disney has, they don't have enough for as many millions of people that are in the parks every year, right? Like they yeah. just don't have that much. Credit. So there's people that are staying elsewhere. So that, that existed before, right? Cause it was like, Oh, well, yeah. what about all those people staying at hotels outside Disney property? that can't afford Disney that those people didn't get extra magic hours before either. Now this is just making the chopping it up a little bit more, right? right. It's, right. it's, it's making it a little more exclusive and, but it doesn't was, eliminate the, the capacity of the people who just haven't left yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's, yeah. Listen, like I said, I do feel bad for anybody that's upset about this, but I, at the same time, it's like, as coming from a DVC perspective, it's a great perk. Yeah. I like it. And I, honestly, I wouldn't mind if it was open to all resort guests. I'd be fine with that because I was fine with that when it was extra magic hours. Exactly. <laughs> and really, what you're talking about, it comes down to people's fear of missing out. That's really all it is, is people saying, hey, this isn't fair. How come these people get to stay late and I don't get to? Is that they feel like they're missing something yeah. special or something. And I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, you know, when the park is like emptying out and you get on like big thunder or something, um, that is magical. Like, like yeah, I will, sure. I will always do that. I will always be there late and do that kind of stuff. But, you know, again, pe people getting mad about perks for staying on site. This, this has been a thing for as long as I can remember. I remember, you know, even, um, you know, again, going to Disneyland and, you know, it was the same thing as staying at certain hotels and they even extended it to the good neighbor hotels because there was only, uh, at the time there was only two Disney hotels 
when I was a kid or, well, there was the one main Disney hotel and then, uh, and then everything else was good neighbors, but they had, you know, again, you had to be staying specifically close to the resort in order to get, you know, early park entry and, and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, you know, this is not a new thing. It's not surprising. Disney changes it around all the time. And, you know, it's, again, you know, it's a way for them to incentivize people to actually go and stay at deluxe resorts coming out of the pandemic. And, you know, you know, frankly, fine. If if I'm going to be the guy with the top hat and the monocle, you know, <laughs> sitting there after everyone else has left the park, because, you know, apparently that's what we are, you know, you know, staying at a deluxe resort. That's, that's us, right? Now, now, now I, so, I know what the like, memes are like oh already. You're already picturing <laughs> the memes and you're like, you, you don't think now I did I, that intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to like wear a top hat and a monocle to like, I get to the evening magic hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, get out of your peasants. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah you could call the costume entitled DVC member. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh all. Listen, all the super entitled DVC members are super psyched right now because, you know, there's so many people like I paid X amount of money. I deserve better things than everyone. You know, like that's that's like a lot of paid for a room. Yeah, (laughs) but so many DVC members feel that way. And like, listen, I get it. Like, I I don't want to besmirch anybody on this. Like, if that's how you feel, that's great. That's fine. Uh, But, you know, it's this is one of those things that we're we're kind of getting because we're DVC members and staying at deluxe resorts. So, you know, it's it's great. But, uh, you know, I, the, to your point, Becky, you were saying how long is this even going to last, right? So yeah. the morning ones, I believe when they first announced it, it was like a half hour, right? right. <laughs> like, if I remember correctly, they didn't say it in this one, so maybe they changed it. But I, I think when they initially announced this, it was like 30 minutes early. So... Maybe this is only going to be 30 minutes to an hour. Is that really that big of a deal? Eh, you know, mm. I don't think so. No, it's and all those guests who are not on property guests and like just mess up the tap style. It Then everybody behind him has to, like no one's getting anything out of this. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I also I could like see people being mad if it was like, OK, Magic Kingdom is supposed to be open till midnight or 10. Let's say 10 o'clock. And then we're going we're gonna to close at seven instead. And then only deluxe resort members can from seven to ten. Going like that would make me right. Mad, I know? agree. But if we're talking like the park was going to close at ten o'clock anyway, and they're going to keep it open an extra half hour for for, for deluxe resort guests, I'm like, okay, who cares? Like even even if I was staying in a in an all star resort, I'd be like, all right, whatever. And they paid more than I did. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That, that's the thing is, if, if I was staying at a at an all stars resort, I wouldn't be mad. I would like I'm still at Disney. Like, come on, <laughs> exactly. Like, and I still got to stay till ten o'clock at night. I just didn't get to stay till ten thirty. Yeah, like you know, I guess we'll find out more details when this you know comes closer. But I, I just it's it's funny to me. I I understand why people are getting upset though. I really do because the, the whole like you said, Becky, this is like can be a slippery slope, right? So like, what's next is the fast, but the paid fast pass where it's like. Okay, so and, and and truthfully, we already have that too, right? Like the super rich people don't wait for anything because they just go and buy themselves a plaid, and then they don't they cut everybody in line, right? So that that already exists in a way, right? Yeah, and, fair. And, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can even have a, a smaller, you know, a smaller chunk of that where we start end up with you know paid fast passes that are tiered two, and then the higher the price, the better access you get. I don't know, that could happen. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah. I, I feel this is the least concerning thing that they've done yes. as far as 
like specific resort access. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. um, so we have this last thing here, which is not, it's not a Disney world thing. It's, it's Disneyland news, which um, I don't think we need to talk about it a lot, but uh, so the PCH grill at paradise pier hotel and steakhouse 55 at Disneyland hotel are both permanently closed now. Um, yeah, I, was, I put that on there because I was wondering, and, and Becky, I didn't realize you were a Disneyland person too. So, I mean, are, are these, is this like a big deal? Like, are people going to be really upset about this? I'm sad about Steakhouse 55 personally, because that was a fun, like, post-race breakfast. And I, to be fair, I've I've only been there three times to Disneyland, so I have a but it's all been compressed because like I said, I've I've only been going to Disney World or Disney anything as an adult. And since I met my travel buddy, we've we've just done like a ton of trips in the last four years. So it's not it's not um like I'm a connoisseur or know anything with history about besides my nerd studying up. But uh <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little sad on the Steakhouse fifty five. I, I wonder I know you guys mentioned the Steakhouse seventy one as a possible like wave retheming. Yeah. So it's like now are they replacing it or is that just that's just gone now because why would you have one not the other i don't know i i don't know how many people will be really mad i i'm kind of bummed because it was a really cool vibe in that restaurant but that's fine <laughs> yeah i do feel like it's really odd just disney in general to just close restaurants like that and just have no explanation for why and just have no vision for the future you know so i i, I think for both of these um restaurant so steakhouse 55 in the disneyland hotel i feel this is alluding to you know they have some plans for the disneyland hotel with the the new tower that they're adding on with the dvc rooms and all that i feel that that's kind of where this is going is that they're 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 kind of planning for that expansion um the paradise pier one was a little more surprising because paradise pier honestly is it's an awful hotel um like the worst (laughs) The worst Disney hotel I've ever stayed in. And it's because they bought it from a Japanese company. It wasn't their hotel to begin with. They bought it and repurposed it. Um, so I'm surprised that if they're doing any rentals there, but I will say the PCH grill, um, is extremely dated. Like, um, my, so my personal experience with PCH grill was, uh, that's where they had the, the surfs up with Mickey and friends character meal. And so that was um, when when we started taking my son to Disney. That was the first character meal we did with him. And, you know, he got to meet Stitch, which was really the only thing that he cared about. And so we have some fond memories of it. But I won't deny that, you know, you know, we went purely for that interaction. And, and you know, my son had a great time with it. But even when we were in there, like we were in there in uh, like 2012 was the first time we went there. And um like we walked in there and I was like wow this looks like 1995 <laughs> so well it's funny because the article all i saw was the sign and i was like oh look that sign looks like it's from the 90s yeah <laughs> like, it, like it, it's it's honestly really overdue and and i wonder if that's the main reason why they're closing it is because it's you know the, these resorts just they need a refresh and i think disneyland th- this could be the sign of you know there's going to be a bunch of uh a bunch of renos coming along Disneyland Boulevard there. That's what I think it is. I, I think that's what it's hinting at. Yeah. You think part of like that Disneyland forward thing that they, yeah. we talked about a couple months ago, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that I this, this is maybe the first steps of it. Yep. That's oh, what I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, was, I forgot all about that. That's a, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it makes sense, right? Like, like you know, they, they they close these things ahead of time so that you know one people can kind of get over it for lack of a better term and <laughs> and yeah, you know, you know, start working on you know, redoing these things. Well, it's even easier with these because it's, it's not even like they're closing it. It's just they're not reopening it, right? Like, it's just right. like, oh, it's done. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to reopen it. It's It's been closed and it's going to continue being closed. Too much effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trevor, I think that you made a really good point with the Steakhouse 55 and, and the, the tower, the new DVC rooms and everything. That I mean, that makes at least a, a little bit more sense than the, I had no reasoning in my head it was just a bummer but i'm again like i said i don't do a ton of sit down so it really doesn't matter to me <laughs> no that's that's totally fair and yeah you know the end and this is you know I, I think on this show this is why you know we do talk about this stuff is you know for some of us these things do matter and you know I know for a lot of people, they will be like, who cares? You know, what's even Steakhouse 55, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I think the majority of our listeners are WDW people and there's some Disneyland folks in there. Uh, so I think they appreciate when we cover Disneyland items here and there. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, this is this is a, an interesting one that I, I, I just thought it was weird for Disney to just randomly be like, oh, these two things are permanently closed and never reopening. And we're not going to tell you what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> like they're just closed they're gone <laughs> to, to be fair like i said with with pch girl you're not missing nope it's anything good. yeah seriously that sign looks like it's from 1995 like the, oh the, the, the whole the whole restaurant like like you know the yeah. carpet like you know the you know the funky triangles like the purple triangles that are all like different yeah that's what the sign looks like that's yeah the but sign looks like, like, yeah. like that's the carpet like like it's the same design on the carpet it's yeah what are they it, doing <laughs> it, it was like being in an episode of saved by the bell Oh my god! Oh, it's like the max. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theme that more people would go to, I think. Uh, yeah, this you just replicate the max. You're good. It's, yeah, but 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 that's but that's intentional though. When it when it's not done intentionally, it it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? I think we're probably way over yeah, on time I, here. So I, you know. I think we are because yeah, we we. Yeah. It was a bit of a mess there earlier, but <laughs> that's how that's how it goes. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for having me on. This has been so much fun. This is like my my free time is usually spent planning imaginary trips and oh, planning cool. for other people and helping and nerding out on Disney. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. We we appreciate having you on here. So I, anything you want to plug? Any any stuff you want to you want to plug before? Oh yeah, thanks. Um, Please do. I contribute to uh, a blog called notclub33.com and i will give the heads up that it is really adult content we don't have any filter on anything we say so if you uh want to listen to our podcast or watch our um youtube channel which is not club 33 um do not do so with kids around unless they're used to language so uh we have a lot of fun with <laughs> we have a lot of fun with it but no there's no holds barred we just just say what we think and uh it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy writing different articles and I obviously have a kind of a bizarre perspective as someone who didn't grow up going to Disney, but now goes often uh, with or without my five kids and cruise line, Disneyland, Disney world, you name it. I'm trying it. We bought DVC just so yeah, it's not club 33.com and you can find kind of all of the content there. So thank you guys. 
Yeah, and you can you can find Becky in our group. Yes. <laughs> yes. I also make appearances in the group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And appearances with Derek in in uh, at Disney World, right? So, <laughs> so anyway, uh Trevor, you want to go ahead and wrap us up? Yeah, of course. So, um uh, as usual, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, as you know, Tom said at the beginning of the episode, we, you know, obviously, uh, listeners like Becky will reach out to us via email. We'll, um, you know, we, we have a lot of great conversations with you guys. So make sure you, you, you drop us a line on there, you know, share your experiences, share your, your trip reports, or if you have questions, uh, we like all of that stuff being sent to our email address. I want to mention really quickly, Trevor. Uh, so I appreciate all the emails we get sent and I reply to every single email that is sent. However, usually the reply time is at least a week. So yes. just want to let everybody know <laughs> because we do get a lot of emails and I, I do it in the precious free time that I have. So uh, I, I will respond to every email, but if I don't respond to you within a day or two, please just wait a couple more days. I, I will respond. I promise. Yeah, it's not. And, and yeah, so it's, it's not that, you know, we have a team of people there filtering our emails. Obviously, we're just a couple of guys. So, yep. um, yeah, we <laughs> we need we, to get we, a team. We should get a team. Yeah, <laughs> your I, PR team. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> that person will be busy because I think Damon is also on this podcast. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I also just, I just, I also, I, oh, I don't know if I want to say what Damon messaged us. <laughs> Do you, Trevor, do you, should we say that or is it not not cool to say? I don't even know. Did you see what he messaged us? No, I didn't actually. David got a room upgrade. <laughs> oh, by dropping the podcast. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, all right. So, so this this goes back to Jeremy's thing. Like, don't yeah, don't don't use the podcast to get free stuff, people. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Damon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel never like even the... think to do that ever. <laughs> I yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I, I think the thing is, is you know, Damon's not one to like throw that out at people. I think it probably, yeah, happened. just came up. Exactly. I feel like and, that's going to. A, yeah. I feel like that's if I go to a restaurant and I go, uh, "Hey, I'm a Yelp reviewer." Okay, yeah. so you know, you should probably hook me up. Like, you know, <laughs> Damon also has this weird magic about him too. Like he, he, he just gets into places and does things that I don't always understand. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway, continue. Yeah. So, so back to what I was saying. Um, yeah. If, uh, if you guys want to find us on pay- Facebook, you can always find us as welcome home podcast. Uh, if you haven't joined the welcome home Disney waitlist, our Facebook group, make sure you guys do obviously lots of great people in there, uh, having great conversations. You know, you, you guys always, you know, you you take what we talk about on the show and you expand on it. Everyone brings their own opinions and everyone's respectful, which is uh, a huge thing in my opinion, uh, because, you know, there's a lot of nasty places on Facebook and we're not one of them. So uh, make sure you, you come check out our Facebook group. And if uh, you want to follow our YouTube channel, it's Welcome Home Podcast. And if you want to follow our Instagram, it's Welcome Home Picks. Again, as we're getting back to actually being able to go on trips more, you're going to start seeing those becoming a little more active. So make sure you subscribe to them. Last but not least, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com for uh, some Welcome Home Podcast logo merch. Uh, we also have some some new stuff coming, as we mentioned earlier, with uh, the Haunted River Country shirt, which stay tuned. We're hoping that'll be in the next week. Or as Tom said, barring any more craziness, it, it'll be in the next week. 
and uh, hopefully a Patreon for you guys at some point in the future here as well. So, yep. yeah. So I feel like we're overthinking the the logo thing. I feel like we should just use our old logo. I feel like that would be uh, attractive. But anyway, no, we'll I uh, <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The I, I, I love that podcast. I love that logo. That? Yeah, I love that logo, but I also don't like that logo. <laughs> no, I hate that logo. I made it. I hate it more than anyone. Yeah. I, well, I like it for nostalgia, but anyway. So, so back to what I was saying. If if you guys want to leave us a review on iTunes or any other service, um, please do so. We we do appreciate it. We we like the feedback. You know, constructive feedback as usual. Um, don't just you know one word responses are not great. And obviously, if you can leave us five stars, that would help. But you know, any kind of review is good because it honestly helps more people find the podcast. Anyway, always leave us five stars. Uh, don't, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Welcome Home Podcasts so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home and look for the one that says DV, DVC and Disney. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcasts is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC repre- representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors, DVC Resale Market and Monero, for sponsoring this episode and, and their continued partnership. Also, a big thank you to Becky for joining us and, and, and donating your, your free time from your family to, to be on the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. My it. pleasure. Thank you. You're I'll come anytime. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.